Welcome to Thousand Generations Podcast, hosted by Dan and Chad Bohai, a father and son duo committed to pursuing God's dream and desire of faithfulness to Jesus and living to see the gospel of his kingdom pass from one generation to the next, to a thousand generations. Thank you for joining us on our journey as we hope to encourage you on yours. Here we are, season four, episode number five. We are in the thick of a powerful conversation this season about hope, about faith, about how God wants to sanctify our mindset and imagination so that the world we inhabit is the world furnished by his words and his promises, not just our limited experience or vantage point. So I want to read Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In this episode, we're going to walk through how expectations are everything when it comes to the life of the believer. So, Dad, walk us through some of that. Well, I want to start by maybe quoting an Old Testament scripture from Proverbs 18.20, where it says that we will live off the fruit of our lips. Which is another way of saying the world we live in is created by the words we speak. Hmm. And Proverbs 18:21 obviously says God gave us the power of life and death and put it in our tongue. Man. And so let's speak words of life because his word is spirit and life hmm. instead of words of death. Because Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So anything he's going to say about us, if we repeat it, it's death. Hmm. Anything God says about it about us if we repeat it it's life and so i'd like you to read chad romans ten seventeen. so just really quick because this is so good a man's stomach will be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth from the produce of his lips he shall be filled okay yeah. first of all i know that was just, that was just a little one-off but i want to camp on it for 10 seconds at least because <laughs> it's worth it and then death and life are in the power of the tongue Mm-hmm. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So I know we're literally two minutes into this episode, but already just take inventory. Maybe you're listening to this luckily in the morning. So maybe your rap sheet's a little cleaner than someone who's listening to it on a post work drive home. But what kind of words have you been speaking today? What kind of thoughts? Again, many times you can't control what thought comes in, but you can certainly control what thought gets the attention and the airwaves and what you do with it. And so already just begin to think, what if I had to eat the produce of what I've said today, what would your meal look like? That's like a playful, just like a sobering reality of what you'd be eating if you had to eat what you've been thinking and speaking. So sorry, I just had it. It was just too good to move on super fast. Chatty, you, really you just sparked such a thought process in me. I'm so glad you did that. That's why I love working with you. I mean, last night when we were worshiping in your house with everybody, you know, your house was filled with believers, and we had like home church last night. And during the worship, I thought, my son is just like me. Like you were just like, wasn't that amazing? Like you get excited just like I do about the word, about worship, about the presence, and yes. so. I love when we talk because our our hearts are a lot alike. Of course. We are father and son. Yes, we are. And a lot of times when I'll say something, it'll spark something in you, that'll spark something in me, that'll yes. spark something in you. And it's not nothing we planned. Right. 
but it's word upon word upon word upon word because that's the way God created generations. That's right. And we call this thousand generations. Yes. I want to go back to here. I think we should never open our mouth unless we have faith. Hmm. I don't think we should ever say words generated from fear, worry, hmm. disappointment. I don't think you should talk. I think you should keep your mouth shut Wow! until you have faith. In other words, until your heart's filling with faith, then start talking. I've had so many people tell me when they're in prayer times, I'm so discouraged after prayer because it seems like they're not praying prayers of faith. Mm -hmm. They're praying prayers of concern, mm -hmm. prayers of worry. They're praying the problems instead of praying the promises. Yes. I love yes. the story of Jairus when he sees Jesus and he says, hey, Jesus, I know if you come, my daughter will get healed. His one statement of faith started Jesus on a procession of healing. Yes. And then we get the word that Jairus' daughters died. And Jesus all but does. No. Yes. Right. What yes. he was saying was, don't you say a word, Jairus. Yes. I know you just got word that your daughter's dead. But this is what he says. Don't be afraid. Right. Keep believing. Hmm. So I know Jairus didn't say anything because he got invited into the room. Yes. When Jesus got to the room, hmm. he put out everybody who didn't believe. Hmm. And he had Peter, James, and John and Jairus. Hmm. So I know Jairus didn't say words of fear. Hmm. And I propose that if we're going to literally believe the words, that we live the fruit of our lips, we have the power of life or death, then when we get a report from the doctor, we shouldn't say anything until the report of God's word becomes what our heart believes. We shouldn't say the problem. Mm. We should say the promise. Mm. We should not speak words motivated by fear, motivated by the pink slip, I lost my job, mm. motivated by, oh, the kids on drugs. Those are realities that mm. we can pray into mm. when we get into faith. It's not prayers of fear mm. that heal the sick and save the lost. It's mm. prayers of faith, and faith comes when we are hearing the word of God, not hearing the word of Satan. Yes, so it's like a, a practice for very helpful. God, what are you saying about this? Always, Jesus, what are you saying? That that's just that Jairus story. This is the quintessential story. What? So these are the last words of after Jesus's lip, Mark five thirty four, daughter. The woman who's been bleeding for 12 years. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. These are the words that are still in the airwaves. Look what happens in verse 35. While he was still speaking, look how this works in real time. This works, this happens in your workplace, on your Instagram feed when you see what your friend did and didn't invite you. We get these clashes of reality of worlds and words, attitudes and thoughts all day long. Daughter, your faith has saved you. While he's still speaking, here comes another world that he can inhabit if he chooses. Some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house and said, your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the teacher any further. So with one ear, Jairus is like, oh, that's interesting. This I don't know her story, but she apparently made Jesus's power come out of his body. She had faith. And he, she, he, so he Stop hear, here for a minute. He has, so he hears the- Stop for he, a minute, Chad. Yeah, go ahead. Jesus's power that came out of right. his body. Let's go back a little bit so you're getting the mic. There you go. Jesus's yeah. power that came out of his body in that story 
is the power that raised him from the dead that's in our new creation soil. Yes. Waiting to come out of us in our story. That's so good. Keep going. I, I love that so much. So, so again, daughter, your faith has saved you. Here's one world that's illuminated by the power of God, by the reality of Jesus's word and promise. And by the way, by someone else's faith who is willing to enter that world with I'm dead if he doesn't break through. So again, that's a whole nother sermon. But why I love this passage and why I, I, I think it's significant for our talk right now, while he was still speaking. So it means someone interrupted Jesus with a counter narrative. So again, when we talk about this, this whole season is about the mind, the word of God, the soil of our soul, etc. This is going to happen to you, beloved, if you're listening to this or you're watching this, all the time. You're going to be confronted with which reality is the truest true. Your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the teacher. And this is what you said. So look, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, verse 36, this is like three clashes. Boom, boom, boom. He said to the ruler, don't be afraid, only believe. So, so you ask, Chad, I wish you guys were more practical. This is as practical as it gets, man. You're going to be tested. Believe this. No, this is what I say. Don't be afraid. Actually, don't believe what you're being told to believe, Jairus, with news from your house. So anyway, I just, I'm glad you brought us there. The Jairus story gets me every time because what a whiplash of reality. Daughter, your faith has saved you. Be freed from your affliction. Someone interrupting Jesus, your daughter is dead. Don't, don't worry about bringing Jesus anymore. Jesus, brother, just keep believing. Don't be afraid. This is our this is our everyday life. It is. It's our That's what I want day. people to see. This is like this isn't hype. This isn't just for the spiritually elite. This is every believer. We could have perfect peace mm. if we would use our free will mm. to choose to think about God and his word mm. instead of the world and their words. Mm. We could have perfect peace. Mm. It's so powerful, man. Romans 10:17 and then Hebrews 12:2. Yeah, so the, the famous one, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. What so, was, so let me make yeah, a comment. Ahead. Faith never comes by I've already heard it. Right. Faith, so in so, the Jairus story, he already heard, I'll, I'm coming with you. Like he, He's coming. He's got to keep hearing it. He had to keep hearing. Faith yes. is not static. Mm. It's in motion. Mm. It's always ever changing hmm. and it's every word that you hear is the faith if abraham wouldn't have heard the word stop killing him now and he would have been obedient on the last word we wouldn't yeah. have had jesus that's so good you have to stay current in hearing the word of god you can't do it off pastor sermon last mm -hmm. sunday you got to keep hearing the word of god mm -hmm. for faith to keep coming okay mm -hmm. now look at hebrews 12 2. Mm -hmm. uh context. We're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, the faithful who've gone before. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. <laughs> and so faith comes when you hear. Yes. Which means you have to be listening. Which means you have to let other noises die down enough to hear. Mm. That's how faith comes. Faith is made perfect when you gaze on the one you're listening to. Mm. So the written word always takes us to the living word. Say that. 
we get all these promises, Second Peter 1, 3 into yeah. 4, so we can partake of the nature. Yes. We get it, hear the teaching so that we can now see the teacher. Come yes. on. Yes. And so the written word always takes us to the living word. So faith comes by hearing, but faith is made perfect when we see. And the mm -hmm. goal of the word is to sanctify us, spirit, yes. soul, and body, because pure heart get to see God. That's right. And so if we let the word do its work in us by hearing it and obeying what it's saying, then it opens up our spiritual vision to see. And now he becomes our vision. And now we have this perfect peace because our mind is stayed on him, not a double mind, mm -hmm. but our mind corporately in unity is stayed on him. And now I have this perfect peace reality where I operate in the kingdom mm -hmm. and I'm in this world, even though I'm not of the world. Mm -hmm. And that's the call of every Christian. Wow. And so I love what you said, though, there about faith comes by hearing. But then that is meant to bring us to a springboard us into a place of beholding. Yes. Right. So looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy and he endured the cross, despising and shame, and he sat down. And it's like getting that beholding. You have to look at it. I have we have to look at him. Fix your mind on yes. him. Yes. And it, it and and what I love about when I look unto him, I see my beginning and my end. This is why it's so powerful because all of us live in the in-between of our faith. We're not perfected yet. But when I look unto him, I realize his story is my story. Like, like, his, like I died with him. I rose with him in the newness of life. I'm now participating in his very I'm nature. Seated I'm seated with him. I'm looking unto him. And so again, that faith, you have to keep hearing and then keep beholding. Why? so that you don't grow weary and lose hope and lose heart. Beloved, this is an all of life endeavor where we look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of Ro our faith. Romans 5, 5. Yeah, yeah this is so good. Yeah, this is good. Are we really doing this? Yeah, we're doing it. This is good. Hope does not disappoint us because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So the Holy Spirit in our heart is the born again, new creation soil that has everything we need mm. already in here. Mm. He doesn't need to do anything for us. He's already done it. Mm. He's praying for us to get it mm. so we can believe it enough to say it so it can become a reality. Mm. That's what Jesus is praying for us right now. We'd be saved to the uttermost. What does mm. that mean? So that our soul and our bodies can experience what our spirit's already experiencing. Mm. That's why he's praying for us right now. Mm. And so I want to go in maybe to some of the, we're talking about hope being our positive imagination. Yes. I want to go into a couple of the verses. We have about five minutes left. I want to read Psalms 146.5. New King James. Got it. Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. So what I wrote down on Psalms 146.5 is that hope is always linked to our joy or happiness. Mm. And if we don't have hope, I hear all these people all the time saying, don't get your hopes up. That is so antichrist. Yes. A believer should be nothing but hopeful because mm. hope actually lives inside of us because mm. it's our new soil. It's our new heart. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Amen. Yes. yes. And then I want to read Proverbs 10.28. Proverbs 10, 28, 28, got it. 
The hope of the righteous will be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. So what I wrote down on Proverbs 10, 28 is hope is actually expectation of positive things to happen to you. Yes. Where if you're wicked, you have expectations of bad things to happen mm. to you. Mm. And so hope is this power that is positive expectations. It's not the power of positive thinking. Right. It's the power of positive believing in what the Word of God says. Yes. And so I, I, I believe, I, I, love, I love Jeremiah 29, 11. If, you, if we're talking about hope, read Jeremiah 29, yes. 11. Yes. This is a really good verse. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so wow. that verse, Chad, like that verse shouldn't, we should never have a bad day. Because hmm. even if we mess up the plan, he has plans. Hmm. Like it's like a Garmin system on your, on your guidance system in your car. You take a wrong term, it automatically recalibrates how to get back on course. Hmm. It's the same with the plans of God. Hmm. And they're all to give us hope. Yes. Because hope, hope doesn't disappoint us hmm. because it's the love of God that's been shed abroad. Yes. It's the soil. Mm. Hope is our soil because hope yes. is Christ, the hope of glory. Mm. And so I I, wow. I think we all have a choice because as the world, you know, as the tri as the thirty three trillion tri trillion dollars of debt in America goes to fifty, and inflation gets higher, mm. and gas prices get more, and inflation and and transgender and LGBTQT and everything gets wider and the Middle East gets more crisis and there's starvation and disease everywhere. We need to actually believe he has plans for us mm. to give us a hope yeah. and a future. Yeah. And plans for his world. That's what I'm yes. saying. Yes. And so mm. like we have a choice. If Am I going to put my thoughts on him so he can give me his expectations and his reality and I can have perfect peace or am I going to lower, am I going to think about what's lovely and praiseworthy and, and noble? Or am I going to think about what's wrong and discouraging and depressing? I have a free will. Mm. My thoughts produce my belief, mm. which release my words, which produce my world. Mm. It all starts with what am I going to think mm. about? Mm. Our thoughts are the most important mm. thing. And if we keep thinking about him, our thoughts are hope filled. Mm. And it never disappoints us. Mm. Nobody puts their trust in him as put to shame. Mm. Hope doesn't That's put right. you to shame. Yes. And so I, I want to read another verse. I want to read another verse. But before before I do, I don't know how far we'll get. We're at 18 minutes. We'll stop on this. Yeah. We'll stop on this. Moses. Now, I understand that was a different dispensation for a specific purpose. He was a redeemer. I get it. But Moses lived to be 120 and his eyes were sharp, and his body was strong. We're told by the world, you know, when you're 50, get your prostate checked. Sure. When you're 60, you know, everything you eat's bad for your cholesterol. Yes. When you're 70, ah, uh, you better get on those ultra vitamins. When you're 80, it's okay. You're close to death. We're told that hmm. by the world, not the Word of God. Sure. What if all we got our expectation from was the word of God. Mm. Mm. I'll live and not die mm. and declare the marvelous works of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm. If I 
keep myself in the word, I'll never experience the reality mm. of death. Mm. Like, what if by his stripes, I was healed, I am healed, I'm going to be healed. Mm. What if he is willing to cleanse us? What if all of my thoughts come from the realm of perfect peace because I refuse to put my thoughts on things below. Mm. I'm not there. Yeah, me neither. I'm not there, Chad. Yeah, sure. But there's a reality that the Bible paints mm. that's mm. an invitation for all of us to live. Mm. And I want to get to the place where I'm a hope dispenser mm. and not a religion pusher. Amen. I want to get there. Yeah. And so I'm 63 almost. Next month I'll be 63. I want to get to the place where my heart's overflowing always from the Word of God, not from the news. Yes. Because yeah. then I actually have something to give people that they're longing for. Hmm. I actually believe that this message that we're going through segment by segment in all these episodes is the only message people are going to want to hear three or four years from now. Hmm. They're not going to hear something that doesn't solve their problem. Hmm. They're looking for this message. They may be offended now. Hmm. In the days to come, they're going to be looking for this message, mm. that there's a reality mm. that's greater than our reality, and it's available if you'll just believe. Mm. So that's, that's, what so I, that's what I believe, Chatty. So that's awesome, man. I'm going to say a prayer. Do it. So, Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for your spirit and your word, and I just pray you'd help us to set our mind on things above so yeah. we can get supernatural godly expectations and imaginations that release your power to create your world on earth as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.